0: Jesus, we lift your name high today. Come and dwell in this place, Jesus Christ from Nazareth. We need you more than ever before. Today, we want to come back to the name, the name who saves, the name that gives peace. Jesus, I let this moment of preaching into your hands, Lord. Holy Spirit, take control. Take control of this moment and do whatever you want to do. Holy Spirit, speak through me. Speak to your people. Take control. Prince of Peace, we invite you this morning. We invite you in our hearts. Speak to our hearts and our souls. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen good morning all are you blessed are you blessed amen the title of the message today is Jesus Prince of Peace when Pastor John asked me to preach um, on Thursday he said you have to come up with a title and I was like I don't have a title but then I listened to Holy Spirit and I heard in my mind and in my heart, Jesus, Prince of Peace. And it is the truth. And I believe we have to go back to the essential today. We have to go back to the name that's lifted above all names. We have to go back to the cross. And I'd like to start with the first verse, Isaiah, um, Chapter nine, verse six. I won't preach long today, but I believe Holy Spirit is going to do something. I believe Holy Spirit is going to move and touch people. Isaiah chapter nine, verse six: "For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders." It will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Who is this King of Kings? Who is this Mighty God? Who is the Hero of War? He is Jesus from Nazareth, the Prince of Peace. When you receive Jesus in your life, you receive peace. The Hebrew word for peace is Shalom. Shalom means peace, but also harmony, wholeness, completeness, welfare, and tranquility. When Jesus comes into your life, you receive peace. When Jesus comes into your life, you are in harmony with your father. You are healed physically and mentally. The punishment that gives us peace fell on him. Like it is written in Isaiah 53 verse 5. He went to the cross so you and me could have peace. But there are situations in our lives that make us want to believe that we don't have peace anymore. There are situations in our lives that wants to make us be- believe that we lost it. But if you have Jesus in you, you always have his peace. And today, I'm just going to explore some point how to keep the peace of God in your life. When Jesus entered into Jerusalem, this is such a significant moment. There are some people who recognize him and other people who didn't recognize him at all. And I'm just going to read this passage. It's in Luke. Luke nineteen. Luke nineteen, verse thirty six to thirty eight. Hallelujah. Are you there? Amen. I read in Jesus' name. Blessed is the King. No, I read us from verse thirty six. As he was going along, they were spreading their robes on the road. Now he came near the path down the Mount of Olives, and the whole crowd of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. And you know there are some people, they recognized Jesus for what he had done. The miracles, they threw clothes on the path. They celebrated him. They spoke peace over him. But the Pharisees wanted to shut them down. And Jesus said to them, If you make them silent, the stones will rise up and cry for me. And he says in verse 42, uh, Woe to you because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. I chose this passage because it's really significant. of It's an, a symbolic of Jesus entering in our life. Jerusalem means city of peace. And Jesus is the prince of peace making his entrance in that city. I don't know if you've been to Israel before. And I've been to Israel, and I can tell you, most of the time here, when I walk in the street, um, I keep my bag very close to me, and I look behind my shoulder if someone comes close. But the first time that I was in Israel, in Jerusalem, I felt such a peace. I was so relaxed. The peace of Jerusalem is so tangible. It is so thick. That you can grasp it. And today I like you to be like a city on a hill that filled with peace. A city that recognizes the visitation of Jesus Christ from Nazareth. Do not miss his visitation, but be a city so filled with peace. That when people are around you, surrounded by you, they feel something different about you. They feel the peace of God. There are some situations in our lives that can cause us to tremble. And today, I'd like to explore really three points. um, Three points that where we can lose our peace but I want to give you pointers how how to keep your peace and the first point is peace in the waiting I want to talk about a woman in the Bible Um, some of you know the story her name is Hannah and Hannah she was a woman after god's heart but she was childless for many years and many people remember the story as a story of accomplishment but what about the waiting she had been waiting for so many years for a decade or more almost two decades she was depressed the bible even says that there were some point where she could barely eat. And she even said that she had resentment. She had resentment um, towards the Lord. But at the end, the Lord um, gave her Samuel. I'd like to read the scripture. In First Samuel chapter 1 verse 9 to 18 hannah got up after they ate and drank at shiloh eli, eli the, pri- the priest was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the lord's tabernacle deeply hurt hannah prayed to the lord and wept with many tears making a vow she pleaded lord of hosts if you will take notice of your servant's affliction Remember and not forget me, and give your servant a son. I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and his hair will never be cut. While she was praying in the Lord's presence, Eli watched her lips. Hannah was speaking to herself, and although her lips were moving, her voice could not be heard. Eli thought she was drunk and scolded her. How long are you going to be drunk? Get rid of your wine. No, my Lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman with a broken heart. I haven't had any wine or beer. I've been pouring out my heart before the Lord. Don't think of me as a wicked woman. I've been praying from the depth of my anguish and resentment. Hilaria responded, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant the petition you requested from him may your servant find favor with you she replied and then hannah went on her way she ate and no longer appeared downcast. there are some people in this room you are heartbroken because you've been waiting for something for so long and maybe people are taunting you like the second wife of elkanah um, hannah's husband she was taunting hannah because she didn't have a child maybe some people are telling you to leave your god because they don't see any situation listen there is a time to be honest with the lord you know um, hannah she said she had resentment she was depressed there is a time to be honest with the lord but there is also a time to rise up do not remain in your lamentation do you do not remain in your moment of affliction but rise up do like hannah she went to shiloh in verse 9 and shiloh means place of peace it also means his gift so at some point you have really to quiet your soul and to bring yourself to a place when you can pray a place of peace where you can receive his gift we know this verse, Isaiah 40, verse 31. I'm going to read. Today I'm going to bombard you with verses with peace. Because I want to change to operate in your thinking, in your mind today. Isaiah 40, verse 31. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Someone is alive. Someone is alive in the room. Are you connected to this word? Don't leave me alone here. But anyhow, Holy Spirit is with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't be so sad. God wants to do something today god wants to touch you he wants to touch every area of your heart so be prepared the word in hebrew for wait is kawa and it's not waiting with despair the translation is waiting with anticipation it's waiting with hope as i said you can't hide from the lord even in the dark he sees you so you can be honest. Because hiding your feeling, it's not healthy. But do not dwell in this place. Rise up. Walk. Run. Believe and wait. Wait with anticipation. And the Lord will give you peace. Change your posture. Rise in prayer. Run. Walk. Be active in your, wait, in your waiting. Philippians 4 Verse six to seven, tell us not to be anxious of anything, but to bring our petition um, to the Lord and the Lord will give you peace. He says he will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. So when you have made your petition known to the Lord, rest with peace, rest assured that the Lord has heard you. The Lord is concerned with your well being. The Lord is concerned with your welfare. The Lord Lord is concerned with what is taking place in your mind and in your heart. You need to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Amen? So the first point is peace in the waiting. The second point is peace. In the midst of troubles peace peace in the midst of troubles i'm gonna read this verse matthew 8 verse 22 to 27 i don't know if you are able to see the verses hallelujah i'm not but i have my bible (laughs) i read in jesus name as from verse 22. But Jesus told him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. As he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a violent storm arose on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was sleeping. So the disciples came and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us, we are going to die. But he said to them, why are you fearful, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. And the men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the seas obey him. I chose this scripture, verse 22, before this passage, because Jesus was moving from town to town with the disciples. But before being in the boat, he said, how people should follow him and they should leave everything behind and follow him and i want to tell you that the christian life when you follow jesus in spirit and in truth it's a life of troubles there will always be troubles following christ but we have to remember that jesus always always dwells with us we have a god that does not slumber nor sleep and he always speaks so if you can't hear him it means that you have to quiet yourself a little because he always speaks and i don't know what is it with man in times of trouble we have a tendency to forget what jesus did for us at the cross we start shaking even though we know that god lives with us The power that is in Jesus is in us. We need to stand firm and to rebuke the winds. You don't need to know where the winds come from. You don't need to make a deep analysis of what happened. You need to stand firm with authority. John 16 verse 33. He told us, he gave us a warning. John John 16 verse 33. I have told you this thing so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. If Jesus conquered the world, so did you. The Lord gave us a warning because he knows what is taking place in this world. We are in this world, but we are not from this world. What is? We have to take control what is taking place around us and if jesus as i said he conquered we are more than conqueror there is no time for complacency there is no time for um sleeping there is no time for panic it's time to stand up it's time to rise and speak with authority authority is not found in the screaming don't take me wrong i am loud and i know But I'm talking about confidence, confidence in your heart, confidence in your mind. Authority is not found in the screaming. It is not found in panic. It's not found in jumping up and down. But it is found in faith and trust and peace that comes from the Lord. I always had the deepest respect for teachers who had authority without screaming at the class. They have an anointing for teaching you have an anointing to rise up and to command to the winds to stop this is available for you Psalm 34 verse 19 many adversities come to the one who is righteous but the Lord delivers him from them all The the Lord is not a man to lie. He didn't say sometimes I will deliver you. There there is a 25% chance that I will deliver you. He said from them all. And if he said so, you just have to stand up and believe and align yourself to the word of God. You have to believe with peace. No more shaking. No more panic stand firm and speak with authority this is your identity this is your inheritance rise up first point peace in the waiting second point peace in the midst of troubles third point peace in your healing amen I believe the Lord is going to heal people today. Do you believe it? I want to read a passage, the scripture, Luke 8, verse 43 to 48. I love this passage. Do you feel the peace of God right now? I read in Jesus' name. A woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years, who had spent all she had on doctors, yet could not be healed by any, approached from behind and touched the tassel of his robe. Instantly, her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied, Peter said, Master, the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you somebody did touch me said jesus i know that power has gone out from me when the woman saw that she was discovered she came trembling and fell down before him in the presence of all the people she declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly cured daughter he said to her your faith has made you well go in peace Yes, you can clap for the word of God if you want. I'm not here for myself. I came here to lift the name of Jesus because I believe, because he's the prince of peace, because he's the king of kings, and he wants to do something this morning. This woman, she had been suffering for 12 years. It takes a lot of boldness and courage. To approach someone you don't know personally and touch them most of you when we do an altar call you don't want to move she had the boldness she had the confidence because she was losing blood you know when a woman was losing blood was menstruating she was declared unclean she had been bleeding for 12 years she was declared not pure she could not stay in the crowd she could not approach anybody, but she broke the codes to approach the Prince of Peace. And Jesus said, who touched me? And the disciples were like, um, there are a lot of people in this crowd and you're saying someone touched you. But the Lord felt a power coming from him. And the Lord today is looking for men and women who can approach him with confidence, who can approach the tone of grace with confidence and seize their healing and seize their breakthrough and seize their power. In Jesus' mighty name, the Lord is looking for a man today. The Lord is looking for a woman today. Would it be you? Would it be you? Would you approach with confidence to seize the hem? Of his garment. And when she realized she was found out, she started shaking. But I believe it was the fear of the Lord. There is a posture to take when you approach the Lord. We are so often guilty of this, and myself, we feel entitled. Lord, you haven't done this. Lord, if you don't do this before the end of the year, I leave the church. No, we need to have the fear of the Lord to approach with confidence, but also to approach with respect because God is not Santa Claus. He's the holy of holies. He's the king of kings. He is counselor. Who is this mighty God? Hallelujah. And the Lord said, daughter, your faith, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. When you receive your healing, when healing has been spoken over you, just receive in peace. Do not doubt. Keep your healing. Verse 34. It says, She touched the tassel of his robe. In so many translations, is the hem of his garment or the border of his robe or his garment. In Hebrew tradition, they had four corners to the robe and their garment. I don't know if you're familiar with the prayer shawl, and the talit. They have corners with prayer versus blessing on them. And I just want to read Malachi four, verse two. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go out and playfully jump like calves from the stall. Here, the word wings is kanaf in Hebrew. I hope I have good pronunciation. It means wing, but it also means a border it means the edge of a cloth so this woman she had a revelation of who Jesus was because in Malachi it says that healing is under the wings and it's same it's the same root word than the edge of the border of Jesus and that's why she touched the hem to receive the healing You know, for God to touch you, for God to heal you, you need to have a revelation of who God is in your life. She knew that he was the perfect healer. Psalm 91, verse 4. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. Under the wings of Jesus, there is peace. There is protection. There is healing. It's interesting, the number four. Four corners of the garments. Four gospels pointing to Christ. In the furnace, there were four. Shadrach Meshach and Abednego and there was a fourth person for deliverance we can agree that number four represents deliverance or the revelation of who God is they knew who their God was and it was manifested in the furnace with them there are four seasons Four creatures in the book of revelations. And when you look at the cross. One, two, three, four. It's time to go back to the cross. It's time to go back to the name who saves. It's time to go back to the revelation of who God is. I don't know what you're going through today. What is your affliction, your trouble, what you've been waiting for all those years. But I want to bless you with peace this morning. Psalm 29, verse 11. The Lord gives his people strength, the Lord blesses his people. With peace. The Lord will renew your strength and the Lord will bless you in the middle of peace, not in the middle of your agitation, not in the middle of your uncertainty, but in the middle of the peace that comes from the Lord. Today I want to invite you to have a revelation of who God is. Is he really the prince of peace in your life? Is he really the lord of every area of your life? Hold on to his promise. It is well. It is well. I will ask Vanessa to come if she can play on the keyboard. And today I just want to invite you to touch Jesus. I know we are in the middle of the pandemic. And you want probably to isolate right now. But if you want a healing mental physical there is something that you've been waiting for for a long time. You can come to the front. We will respect social distance And nobody's going to touch you. I believe Holy Spirit is going to do his work. We're going to play some music. We're going to do a bit of ministry. So come. This is between you and him. If you don't want to come to the front, you can stand up and raise your hand.